choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. Yo, 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 what up? I'm back. This is Kels. Thanks for asking. Kels Podcast. I'm Kels at KMGZ on Twitter. So, very busy tonight. A lot, lot of things to do. Actually, just laundry, but so anyway, <laughs> gotta get this going. Um, yours and never two? Yeah. She didn't think of a yours and never two. Oh. Oh, I think I did that. Uh, Alright, I don't know. If I, I don't have one, but if I can think of one, I'll double back on Alright, so let's go. Um, so I have, I wrote down a bunch of stuff all through the week, but I'm not sure if I'm really gonna, um, do all of these. So let's start. The Popeye's chicken sandwich is back. Um, I got mine today. It's as good as I remember. Um, listen. People are really, really upset about people enjoying a chicken sandwich. And I really just don't understand it. Like, seek therapy. Like, what is it about you that just cannot stand when people are enjoying something? That being said, though, you motherfuckers up in the Popeyes acting a fucking fool and acting up. And I'm not going to say the incident yesterday came across the bird, the Twitters, that, um, somebody got stabbed to death over a Popeyes chicken sandwich. I think that's. Um, I, facts have come to, to the surface subsequently that that's kind of a, a a clickbait. I mean, yes, technically they were stabbed in the while trying to get a chicken sandwich, but it really wasn't about the chicken sandwich. It's about cutting the line. Now, I'm not saying nobody should be stabbed about cutting the line, but we know that people get stabbed with the shot and killed over parking spots and all kinds of shit all the time. Personally, I'm not stabbing you over no chicken sandwich or nothing else. Like, it is really not that serious. I don't know why y'all acting all crazy about the sandwiches, but I said I'd like to say I'm also equally tired of people just, like, I mean, personally, I think it's absurd because it's a chicken, it's not a, a Popeye's chicken sandwich is not a finite thing right now, but we have seen this before. Like, every Christmas, there's some crazy toy that somebody, that people be in the stores fighting each other about and you know, when I was little, I remember it was a Cabbage Patch Kids. I never wanted the Cabbage Patch Kids. I thought them shits was ugly and stupid. But that was the craze, and people were literally in the stores, you know, going nuts. But 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 that's, to me, that's different, because first of all, it's Christmas. It's a limited amount. You have to get them by a certain date, right? And if they're in, in short supply, and you don't get it, you don't get it for your kid for Christmas. I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying, to me, that's different than a chicken. Like, they bought the chicken sandwiches back. It's going to be on the menu. It's not something that's scarce. Like, if you, you don't gotta get that chicken sandwich today. You can get it, you know what I mean, anytime. So I really don't understand it, right? Um, but, you know, it's it's being, and, and, and it's, it's really more black people than white people, honestly. You know, every, like I said when the chicken first came out, anytime two or more black people are gathered, we got to be either fucking, you know, committing crimes or marching to freedom. We can't be doing nothing else because, you know, why are you not marching to freedom? So, you know, these nights, oh, only niggas is in, in, in mines fighting each other's chicken said that's, that's not true. Just a, a couple Christmases ago, big story here uh, in New York City, up in Westchester, they um, stopped and killed the security guard at, at um, Best Buy on Black Friday, racing to the stores. Another thing that's not that serious. Like, I just, I hate humanity and human beings a lot of the time, man, because we, we get so mindless and so just... What are you doing? Like, you're gonna you cru- you you run over and crush a man to death for a VCR? Like, it's not. What are you doing? You know, I just get really like. I just think people are trash. Like, too often, more often than not, and I think trash people gather in 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 places, and then everybody is trash. And I'm just I'm just. I'm tired of this whole, I don't know what this is, Moran, from, from, from elected Trump and all this shit. It's just, people are just trash. And I feel like, 
we gotta get rid of this guy, man, because like the standards are so low, and every nobody nobody wants to be held to any standards, and everybody just wants to make excuses for everything they do. And I'm over that shit. I'm tired of that shit. I never been for that shit. I want to bring back. So I want to bring back. If you're stupid, you don't get to participate. I'm sorry. I'm tired of all this. Don't shame. Don't bully. You're dumb. You're stupid. You should be shamed. You should at least be bullied. You should maybe you shouldn't be bullied, but you should at least at least be shamed back and shut the fuck up and stop trying to get to the front because you're not qualified and you don't have the range. And I know everybody want to be equal, but we're not. Like some of you need to be um, down to the plant, putting stuff in the cat food into the cans because that's the level of what you can do. Like everything from the past, it might it ain't all wrong, right? I know we I know we try to progress, but I feel like we're taking a lot of shit out that's that's that need that's fundamental that's basic that needs to be there and that that stops the shit from that we got right now from happening okay time is time is is history of people has been a long time there's been more time behind us you know than going forward and i feel like you know there's been enough cycles of 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 light of humanity for certain things to just be known to be true okay if you don't raise your kids if you raise your kids this way your chances of them coming out decent human beings are high. If you raise them that way, it's not. If you expose them to it, you know, certain things that people just want to keep litigating and arguing, and I just feel like it's useless because I feel like there's enough history and receipts and proof walking around right now in the streets for you to just be, you know, just, just, you, you know, shut the fuck up, okay? All this, all this new parenting shit y'all doing, y'all, y'all kids are not, are not, uh, they not it. A lot of them. You know, so, you know, stop harassing, again, is, is it ridiculous what she can say, what she stop acting like it's unique to black people, white people do this shit all the time, okay, they fucking team, don't win, they, they ride in, or, you know, whatever, uh, NASCAR, be having fights all the time, like, it's not, it's not just, it's just, and, and, it ain't even just black people, there's a video of two white dudes at, down south fighting, or, like, don't act like only black people was going was not enough for these chicken sandwiches of nationwide. It was not just us, and it ain't just us, and we ain't the only ones fighting over them. I mean, everybody fighting over this dumb, but you know, look, this sandwich is good. I, I ain't I ain't gonna front on the sandwich. The sandwich is good. Um, all right, moving on. Oh, that's two birds on so Okay, um, okay, so. This, this takes a lot of, we'll go into the politics topic, y'all know I don't like talking about that shit, but this actually takes up a lot of uh, my topic, so I might as well cover them. So, um, they're still booing Trump, Trump went to UFC uh, fight here in New York City, and got booed, which shocked me, I'm, I'm gonna be real, did, did, did Nationals, I didn't really shock me, because you know what, I didn't even really... Once they started booing, I was like, oh, I forgot, I've been, you know, I, I told, you know, I, I was in DMV, I worked in the DMV for seven years, so, but I've been out so long, I forgot, I forgot how much, so New York is like a fashion media, you know, music city, so every city has a certain culture, so that's kind of our culture, right, but I forgot how much government is the culture of D.C., and how much the, how much the culture of that city depends on who's in the White House, and like, and I forgot about that. And so when they started booing him, I was like, yo, okay, I, for, I you know, I'm sitting up here in, in New York now talking about when I was there under, you know, um, Bush. And even the culture there was different. But I didn't, I forgot. I was like, damn, I know it must really suck to be in D.C. under Trump because it really, it really does matter. Like the mood of, like I was there under Bush and it, it kind of sucked. But not like this because we didn't like Bush, right? When he's starting this fucking bullshit-ass war that got the world on fire still, to this day, and, you know, make, lying and all this shit, so the culture was bad then, so I, I can imagine, but, like, for those of you who don't know or not familiar with D.C., like, you know, the culture of the city really changes depending on who the president is, so when it's Obama, you know, I know everybody was, everybody was happy, and yes, and we proud to be announcing under Trump, so I'm like, damn, I didn't even really think about that, like, the, like you think we embarrassed, Imagine being in D.C. having to work for the government, because when you work for the government, the president of the United States is a portrait of him on the wall. Imagine having to come to work and work, walk past the portrait of that bitch on the wall. Like, so I, I know, I felt that, I know they moved with their chest, and I was like, yes, D.C., and I just thought, I was like, damn, I know they are sick and tired. I was as tired as we are, that bitch, I know they sick and tired of me. So, you know, y'all made, y'all did us proud, but he also got booed in New York, and I was surprised, because I would think, listen, I don't like UFC, 
I don't. I'm a boxing fan. I understand that those guys are athletes, and I know that people. I get why people like it. It's exciting and all that, but I just think it's it's trash because I just don't think. I I, I won't say it's trash, but like people try to compare it to boxing or say it's better, and it's not. Like boxing is a skill. And I'm not saying UFC is not, it definitely is. I understand you got to know all the martial arts, but, like, the point of UFC is, I don't, it's not enough defense in that sport for me. Like, there's a skill to not just only hitting your opponent, but making your opponent miss. And UFC is not that. UFC is just y'all wilding and punching until somebody knocks somebody out. And I know that's exciting, but I just, there's a reason those guys are in UFC and a few that have tried to go make a move to boxing couldn't do it because boxing is different. Boxing requires more than just brute force and who can knock who out. So I don't like UFC. That's the first reason I like. Second reason I like is because I feel like, and not everybody, I know a lot of people like UFC, but the, the crowd generally to me is a clown crowd. It's like a, it's what I call a NASCAR crowd, a Trump America crowd. I thought, you know, them the kind of people that like UFC. Like, I, I don't, you know. So I was surprised. I thought that would be his crowd. Like, oh, you got a bunch of dude bros and, you know, Bridget Tumblers at this UFC thing. I was surprised they, they booed him. Everybody's like, oh, well, you know, it's New York City. I'm like, that don't matter. All of Staten Island voted for Trump, and New York City is liberal, but it's patches, y'all don't, you know, and Jersey, like, it's, it ain't it ain't what y'all think it is, and, you know, so, um, but I was surprised, but, you know, shout out. I don't know what he's doing. I think he's just going around to, I think, dude is such a clown. He, he, made that little speech about killing the terrorist dude, like he was Obama and shit. Nobody even know who this dude was. And then I think he's going, because I think he thinks that that's a victory and people are going to cheer him. Like, I really think him and his people, they're so fucking delusional and out of touch with, like, the world that I really think that that's what they think. They was going to go show up and get cheered and he got booed. And now, and I think he's now just going around. I'm like, are you just going to keep going around to somebody applause? You need to go, like, go to Alabama somewhere because it ain't, that's probably the only, Alabama, Mississippi, not Kentucky, as I'm going to talk about. Probably the only place you won't get booed. But, um, good, good job to y'all. Maybe y'all get the yours in there, too, for uh, booing Trump. Um, so, the second thing I want to say is, so, Sam, what's the guy's, I don't know his name, Sam Hammer, whatever, the guy that came in and basically lied to Congress and said there wasn't no quid pro quo. And what, what have I been telling y'all? I've been saying, if you bring these guys in, and you start threatening them with contempt and start threatening them with jail, they're going to flip because they all a bunch of punk, coward, fake, tough guys. And I'm so tired of the media and everybody else acting like they hold all this sway. They don't. They stole the election. He was not elected. He stole it. He lost by millions of votes. Nobody likes this guy. So this notion that, like, he's, like, Oh, you know, everything is done for political reasons because nobody wants to be, nobody is going to be harmed by Trump. Governor in Kentucky just went blue in Kentucky because people are sick of this guy and nobody liked him in the first place and nobody voted for him in the first place. So, you know, shout out to Kentucky, the governor, um, unseated incumbent Republican. And like I have been saying, like I keep saying, this is not... Anybody can win this race. It's not a time to be scared. It's a time to be bold. I think the media doesn't know the first thing that it's talking about. I don't care what these polls are telling me because these polls are asking white Democratic primary voters. In uh, English, that means white liberal people who have already made up their mind who they're going to vote for. These polls are, are not, and Iowa polls are not, and even the polls that come out of Iowa, they're, they're not telling you about the people who are undecided. They're not telling you about the people who... Basically, they're going up to people and saying, hey, would you vote for Elizabeth Warren? They say, yeah. Would you vote for so-and-so? They say, yeah. But then the second part is, well, would you vote for somebody else? And they all say, yeah. So what that means is the polls don't mean nothing. Um, but, you know, listen, I keep saying Kamala Harris is going to be a dark horse. I've said already, Joe Biden is going to be hard to beat, and I get, I, I get it because... People are afraid, and they feel like he's a sure bet. Not, I, I don't even think it's so much that they doubt other people. I just think they feel like they being older, the older blacks, and, you know, I guess some white people too. I don't know. I feel, and definitely white men who, you know, they'll never forget, they'll never admit that, you know, voting for Trump was the wrong move, but they'll just vote for another white guy, and then they'll say, you know, make themselves feel better about it. 
But I feel like people just want a sure bet. Like, listen, put a white man up there and, 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 and everybody will vote for him. I don't think that's true, but I get it. So Joe is going to be hard to move around, especially because people feel like he can be Trump. But, like I keep saying, I think they, uh, people have said that they shouldn't have the Iowa caucuses be first, and I agree with that because I just feel like that's a waste of time. Like, I feel like, I feel like you need to, the, the primaries that need to come first are the, the New Yorks, the Californias, the Ohios, the, the Florida, the states that matter. I mean, just one, just one state, one or two. Like, I don't even know, maybe not the big one. Have like a, um, not Florida, because that'll be a mess. I don't know, have like a Texas or a, um, yeah, Texas would be a good state. Or, or um, like a, yeah, Colorado or, you know, one of those states that are like, that have populations that are that are more um, representative of like what you're going to have in the bigger states, like you know the Latinos or everybody, right? Have those states first and, and see what people come out because if you go to Texas or these places where people of color are, a lot of these candidates that are getting these higher numbers, not Joe, Joe probably be all right. You're going to see that. I'm telling y'all, you are going to see that shit flip. Everybody want to say Kamala Harris is polling low. Kamala Harris is polling the same as Pete Buttigieg, but what Pete Buttigieg does not have that Kamala does is any vote that is not a white liberal voter, okay, already. And so what that means is Pete ain't going to make it because even with all of that, they're like, oh, it's a waste between him and Warren. I, I don't, like Charles, Um, I forgot the dude's name on the news set. He was like, or not on the news, on like CNN, one of them channels was like, I don't see how that is even remotely possible because these candidates are have 0% of black votes and you cannot win the nomination without black votes. And we see that when you poll black Latino voters, then uh, Biden is first, Biden and Harris lead with black voters, Castro and Harris lead with Latino voters, and I forgot who the, oh, and I think it was Castro and Biden with somebody else. So what I see there is two categories where Kamala overlaps, and two categories where Castro overlaps. Only one for Biden, and none of those white candidates, and so that's why I keep, I think that Kamala Harris and Julian Castro could win. Of course, Biden and Kamala. I think it might come down to Biden and Kamala. Stacey, um, uh, damn, what's her name? From the governor. Damn, I just forgot her last name. The one that ran for, that got cheated on the governorship of, um, of, uh, Georgia. Stacey Adams. No. That's a shoot. Hold on. I don't know. Abrams. Stacey Abrams says she opened a vice president candidate. People acting like, listen, the way I'm going to get, I'm going to go, I'm going to move to Kamala in a minute, but I've said before, y'all acting funny style about Kamala Harris, and everybody talking about, oh, well, if Stacey Abrams one day would like her, I, I think y'all would act funny style about her too, because I think y'all got a problem with black women for various reasons. But anyway, my point is, when we get to these primaries in these other states, I think you're going to see this polling flip. Now, Pete is, is putting it out there that he doesn't have black voters because black voters are homophobic. Oh, oh, you know, black voters are homophobic. And this caused a great uproar. Now, this is what I'm going to say. And and if you're a straight person, I we don't really care about your opinion. Um, but this is what I'm going to say. Pete does not poll well with black voters the same reason Warren does the same reason Bernie does. Because they don't attempt to reach out. They take us for granted. They think they can just pop in and, hey, I tell you, you can't sell black and Latino voters. Those of us who have taken the brunt and just know what this shit is and have known it, what it was since the beginning, you can't just come down and say free college and, and yell all that fucking stupid shit and get us because we know that shit is bullshit. We know y'all just say whatever <coughs> to get the vote and then and then, and then, and ain't none of that shit gonna happen anyway. Okay, that shit y'all can do on them. Oh, y'all can get the okie doke with that. You got to come down and you got to talk to black people and say the stuff that we care about. Um, voter suppression. Hold on, sorry. <coughs> I know, I always say this coffee fits. Mm. Voter suppression. Uh, um, uh, voting rights. Um, you know, uh, education, health care, uh, police brutality, um, redlining. I don't know, whatever. All, all the racism, period. Uh, reparations, all, all, every, all these issues that we have always cared about, 
you have to show that you understand that and talk to us. And you can't just come down and say, oh, well, our, our criminal justice plan and our welfare plan, it's like, nah. Mm-mm. <coughs> and that's why none of them are pulling well with blacks. Pete has a double problem, though, because, yes, he is gay, and all of y'all acting like, oh, black people not anymore homophobic. Than anybody. I don't know about any more or any less. I know church people, period, are homophobic, and that's in black and in white. And Pete is going to have just as much trouble getting them white, not even evangelical, just white voters, period, to vote for him as he will black. So he need to cut the shit. It ain't because he's gay. Because, if it, listen, black people are homophobic. We sick of Trump. We want Trump the fuck out of here. We will vote. For, we will give anybody, we will lend anybody our ear to come down and try to talk to us and convince us that we should vote for you. Even gay Pete. So, don't start that shit, Pete. Like, you, first of all, this guy, this this election is so, the last one too, but this one is even more stupid. Because, like, seriously, who is this guy? This guy is the mayor of some small fucking town in Indiana. He don't even like where he's at. He won 8,000 votes in some small-ass town. Y'all really think this dude is going to be president? Like, come on. Y'all are so fucking dumb and unrealistic. Like, who? nobody's voting for this guy. He doesn't, he's not qualified. And after the dude that's in there, like these people, I mean, what, what is it going to click? That you do need qualifications. You do need to know what the fuck you're doing. The president of the United States of fucking America is not a job that you, you get in there and you learn on the fly. Okay? It's a very important job. It's the most important job in the world. And, and you got to know what you're doing. You got to have some experience to draw on, some pet. You can't just get up in there and be president. And I don't understand what y'all don't understand about that. I don't care what y'all, I don't understand why y'all keep voting for these quote finger celebrities like Mayor Pete and let's have Oprah and all of that. Let's put all these people. I'll vote for famous people before I vote for politics. You're a fucking fool. What are you talking about? That's like, you might as well put Waldo in a spaceship and let him fly. Oh, well, I put a random guy that don't know what the fuck you're doing, don't know shit about shit in front of the controls, because I mean, I would, what, what, he learn it as he go. No! You need people with government experience. You need people who are boring, who are wonks, who, like Hillary Clinton, who y'all could not stand, because she, you know, if she tried to be personable, then she was pandering. If she didn't pander, like, like, you need somebody, number one, who had... The, the first reason you need somebody who's government experience because it, 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 it lends, and it's not always, because all politicians are kind of, you know, attention-seeking, narcissistic in some way. But at least if somebody has served in an office, being a congressman, being a senator, being a governor, whatever the case, there is a sense of duty to, to a public office that somebody from Silicon Valley or somebody from wherever the fuck doesn't have. Because they... It, you know, you just, you want to jump from mayor to president, that to me says that you, you're just trying to be a star, like, you're not really trying to serve in government, because there's, the people who try, people who really care about serving in government take steps, you know, first they're this, then first they're uh, attorney general, okay, and then they become a senator, and then they're a senator for a while, and they get all over different committees, and they do all kinds of stuff for their state as a senator, and then they run for president. And so now they have a track record of history, of, of, of accomplishments, and public service, and you understand that they know how it works. And I don't get what you all don't get about that. I don't get what you all keep wanting to vote for these people that don't have no connection to nothing, don't have no experience in nothing. Oh, but you know, they're young and they tell you what you want to hear. I, I, that's why we falling apart now, okay? Pete, I'm not, you know, Pete, and, and you know, they asked Kamala about Pete, and Kamala said Pete is not even Pete is. And then, now, let me move on to uh, Kamala Harris, because I've said before, you know, I don't, I, look, a lot of y'all got a problem with Kamala Harris because she's a black woman, and y'all gonna have a problem with anybody that's a black woman or any just say, anybody that's, that looks like y'all because if they actually get on there and win and make good, then it means a lot of y'all gonna be out of a job and gonna be out of a blog and gonna be out of tweets because all y'all do is fucking sit and complain and everything got to be race and everything got to be this and, and everything got to be a thick piece and everything got to be, a, a you know, some kind of fucking breakdown of, of white supremacy and, and privilege and, and, and a lot of that bullshit and, and microaggressions and, and not saying that stuff is a real I'm saying a lot of y'all is bullshit and a lot of that bullshit you ain't gonna be able to do no more and you know if you what you if you if can't be professionally oppressed then what the fuck you gonna do 
So that's why I think a lot of y'all is against Kamala Harris. But this is what I'm going to say. I keep saying it. I think Kamala, listen, this is a corrupt president. We're going through impeachment. And, 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 and trying to get this guy out of office for high crimes and misdemeanors. And there's a good number of people out there who seem to think that it's some kind of dig or some kind of hit or some kind of negative to call Kamala Harris a cop because she was an AG. First of all, that's stupid and immature. But second of all, it's stupid. Like, listen, when we get out there, what's, what's holding Kamala back now is what I said. People are scared. And they want a short bet. And they feel like, oh, Lord, they done let this Trump, these white people, not going to vote for no black woman after this, and blah, blah, blah. I don't think that's true. I, I mean, it might be true. But what I will say, what I keep saying, we know the 53%. Got to peel some of them off. And I don't I don't know what kind of brand of crap you're smoking that you think these white bitches that would not vote for Hillary Clinton, the, one of the most qualified white women, in the, if not the most qualified white woman in the world for the for president, they wouldn't vote for her, but they're going to jump all the way over to voting for Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren and all that old communist, socialist, leftist bullshit they be on. It's not going to happen. You need somebody who is going to be able to peel a little bit of the white women off, and I don't understand why y'all don't realize that a, a, a person of color that has a history in law enforcement and a history as, as a senator, and, and a history and all the experience that Kamala has, can is 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 really a good candidate for this day and this time because she's not super left. She's gonna bring out the base, and um, you know she's a woman. And again, I keep saying when we get out of the Iowas and the, and the um, whatever New England, all these all these white states that you know don't matter, don't decide elections. And get into some of these other states, the Texases, the Floridas, the, the PAs, the New Yorks, the um, the the Californias, the Colorados, these, the Ohio's, these other states where people of color are going to be voting, I, those numbers are going to start flipping. Those numbers are going to start flipping if, if these people can hang in there. I don't know if Castro's going to be able to. I think Kamala can. Kamala has some money. And I think a lot of people see what I see. I think a lot of people are like, we're not worried about these poll numbers right now because we already know what this is. Um, and a, a lot more people are coming to Kamala's defense now because they see what's going on. They see the jig. But um, I think I think we're going to see these numbers flip. I just don't. I, I, Pete is not. I, he's not going to be there. I don't. I told y'all before. I think Warren did all she could do over the summer to get her numbers up. She was doing. She was at. She was where Kamala was, and she ran through the summer, and that's great. But I just don't think. I think again. I could be wrong, but I. I, I think the, the the smarter strategy is to peak at the right time, and I don't think the summer a year and a half out before the election is the right time. And I think she's peaked, and I don't think that she's going to get. A, much above where she is because again she doesn't only way you can get up only way any of these people can, can get besides maybe biden get above more where they are is when the latinos and the asians and everybody else start voting for them i don't see it for lauren i don't sanders forget about it and i don't see it for pete so i think you're going to start to see kamala climb as we go because when she gets out there in front of the people who are waiting for her you're going to see those votes coming in. Um, and and I just I just think she's going to be a dark horse. I don't know if she's going to be able to pass Biden. But again, I think Biden and, and Harris are, win easily. I think they win easily. And, and you know, I, I would prefer Harris as president, but that might be a compromise because we know Joe old, old as fuck. And so, you know, if you got her as a vice president coming behind like it was supposed to be with Barack and then Hillary come behind and, we, and our future was supposed to be assured, but y'all wanted to play games. But if we can get Biden in there, and let's say, I mean, I don't, Biden's pretty old, but, you know, let's say he do one term. I don't know, you know, might not make it to two, but let's say I'm not wishing no doubt. I'm just saying these niggas be old, you know. Then Kamala is there as vice president. So that might, you know, people will go, people, people will go for that. Black people, it's not that they don't want to vote for Kamala. I'm sure they'd be happy. Kamala's an AKA. All her Soros, all her B, um, BGLOs will vote for her. I just think, you know, the older folks, they a little nervous. They like, look, man, they, we, we gonna wake up back in slavery. We got to we got to put that white man up in there and get, 
if you people calm down and, and, and beat back, and, and, and then we'll see. I hope, because what I'm afraid, and why I said this is not the time to be scary, because if we go, if we play this scared, then Barack Obama won't be the first and the last black president we ever had, because these motherfuckers are going to be so scared to step out of line again, it's the white folks going to act the fool that they won't ever vote for another person again, person of color again. And like somebody said, that thinking that it's a white guy that's going to fix it is just as white supremacy as, as what the Trumps is doing. But anyway, um, I, I you know, I think I think y'all are playing Kamala. I think y'all underestimating Kamala. I think y'all playing her short. I think a lot of y'all are corny. And I see a lot of y'all because cause y'all going to be the same one soon as soon as they, if they win. Black girl magic and this and that and the other and all that. I see all y'all cornballs. I see y'all. I see y'all. I got my eye on y'all. I see y'all. Um, and so, yeah, see, I knocked out a whole lot with that. I felt like it was something else I wanted to say, but no. Okay, only two things left, and I'm going to save the best for last. So, um, today, or yesterday, I don't know when, but the, it, the news hit the bird today, that um, T.I. is accompanying his daughter to annual exams and make sure that her eye is still intact. Man, listen, I have so much to say about this, but I'm just really, I really like, I feel, I feel really bad for, for his daughter because that is, first of all, that's terrible parenting, number one. Number two, you know, we talk about this all the time. Like, I just, I'm really disappointed. I mean, of course, I'm disappointed in her mother. Because you should not allow that to happen. That is such a terrible. That is a terrible message for so many reasons that I'm not going to get into. But the main one being, if not, if you don't teach your daughter anything else, I would say as a parent. But clearly the father is is nonsense. So I have to talk to your mother. If you if you don't teach your daughter anything else, the one thing you need to teach her is that her body belongs to her and nobody else, and nobody gets to violate it, and she can give it to who she wants to as long as it's who she wants to give it to freely of her own consent. It's her body. Nobody has a right to it. Nobody has ownership over it. She, nobody gets to control what she does with it, where she goes with it. It is hers. That is a basic thing. And if you can't teach your daughter, if you can't give your daughter that, then I don't know what you're here for. She's pretty useless, and you know I don't go in for all this taking the picture. That's just that's that's it's foolishness and it's nonsense and it's sending a terrible message to your daughter. And number one, you're a trash parent because your daughter is is a, is a young lady, and and, and 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 it's hard enough to come up in this this fucking world as a young lady. And the last thing you need is is jackasses for parents, okay? And all that shit is nonsense, and all that shit is. You need to be teaching your daughter about sex in a, in a, in a, in a um, healthy way so that when she does make the decision to do, to have sex with whoever she's going to have it with, then, you know, she has all the tools and, and, and training that she needs. And I'm not even going to get into the fact, like, it's, it's problematic for so many ways, but this is the kind of stuff we'll be talking about. When y'all want to blame, you know, society's ills on the gays, it ain't nuts. We mind our business. We don't be out here doing this foolishness, these gender reveals, this, you know, hymen protection. I don't know what the fuck it is. First of all, as all the medical people have been tweeting all day, there's plenty of ways to break a hymen. It has nothing to do with being a virgin, but whatever. The whole concept makes it seem as if a woman's sexuality belongs to a man, and that's just nonsense. But, like... This is the shit we be talking about. What if she's gay? And I'm sure she's not, but what if she was? What if she was questioning her sexuality? What if she don't even like boys? And here you go dragging her out. You want to make sure you were virgin. And I don't know if y'all know, but I know a lot of y'all do know because I know a lot of people that went to private schools and Christian schools and churches. And y'all know them girls that, 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 first of all, them girls with them strict, ridiculous, don't let their kids breathe, don't let their kids have normal childhoods, always trying to control everything, parents be having the worst kids, them girls be the biggest hoes, them they, they be, kids be on drugs, kids be stealing, kids be the worst kids in the world, because that's not the way that you guide and raise a child with all of that foolishness. You have to allow, your, you have to give your children, you have to raise your children in a way to where they have these tools and skills to make good decisions for themselves. That's what your job as a parent is, to raise somebody up to be a responsible adult. You don't do that by 
doing all this so stupid c- controlling them, but because when they when they get older, you're not gonna be able to control them anymore. They're not gonna be able, they're not gonna have to listen to you. And now you got a whole adult out here that don't know how to make decisions, don't know how to judge anything, don't know how to assess anything. And now they, you know, it's just out here. It's, we've seen it a million times because you haven't raised an adult, you haven't done your job as a parent. All that old fucking threatening and hollering, and you're not gonna that doesn't work because duh. And second thing that a lot of us know is a lot of them girls with them parents like that, they be having anal sex and sucking all the dicks and doing all kind of fucking sexual shit way too young, in my opinion. A lot of them, we went to school with them, girls 13 and 14, sucking dick in the hallway, like, girl, what you doing? Well, you know, it's not sex, so it don't count. Okay, girl, now you got a diamond ring in your throat and you're 15 years old. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Because your parents are trash and they teaching you nothing. Right? And I put, I like, I just... First of all, I think T.I. Has, has demonstrated many times before he's ignorant. And I just, I feel bad for her because, like, yo, like, that's not, that's not how you do it. That's not it. And I can't, and I'm sure she's a nice girl. I'm sure she gets good grades. And that always bothered me, even as a kid, as a kid myself. It all, these parents that, they do have good children. Their children are smart. They get good grades. They do they're not do drugs. You know, they do, maybe they do some kids stuff. Maybe they drink or whatever. But they're not bad kids, and these parents are just harassed, oh my god, you can't wear your skirt too tight, why are you getting tattooed, they just harass their kids about the dumbest shit that does not matter does, does your child have good grades, is he respectful does he know how to, you know conduct himself, can he know how to go out in the world and represent himself well, does he know how to stay out of trouble does he, she know, you know get good grades, does he, she have ambition, does he, she have goals and plans and want to be something with their life and are they doing, making good decisions to move them in that direction that's what's important, not do they want to wear an earring, oh my god like, I see so many parents that do that dumb shit, it's like you worrying about the wrong shit and uh, your kid is gonna grow up to resent you because you're being stupid I just, I just, I just, all, that always bothered me, that always bothered me, people just, they worrying about the wrong shit, and, and this is a perfect example, like, I'm sure that is a nice girl, I'm, she's, I don't even know how old she is, but she's around the age where kids start having sex, and what kind of message are you sending her, because she's gonna go be doing it again, if she wants to do it, she's not gonna tell you about it, if, God forbid she gets assaulted, or sexually assaulted, or something like that, she's not gonna tell you about it, um, and I, and I just, I like, where's her mother? Like, if I was her mother, I would, first of all, I need some more questions, because I don't even know what doctors allow that, because technically, you're not even, that's not something that I would, as a doctor, even allow. Like, excuse me, sir, no, we don't do, we don't do um, pelvic exams. Pelvic exams have a purpose, and they're, and they're done annually for a reason. We want to make sure everything, you know, cancer, whatever, you know, venereal disease, whatever, you know, the whole thing that pelvic exams are done for. We don't do them to check or verify, um, virginity, that's unnecessary, and we, that's not even a procedure that's, that's authorized, you know, by medicine, so I, I, I don't even know who this doctor is that's doing this, I, I need to read more to this circuit, that sounded crazy to me, but like, and, and you're embarrassing your child, and you're humiliating your child, and you're, and, and you're just sending a message to her that she doesn't have agency, authority, or control over her own body, and we all know where people women especially, who grow up thinking that how they turn out, um, and I just really, really bad for her, because her mother should step, like, it's something, that like, you don't let, like, a lot, listen, a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of women, and, and, and families in general, they let a lot of fuck shit go under the guise of, well, he's a, he's here, he's a fuck, listen, being present doesn't mean being good. Okay, there's a lot of trash. We, I've said before, there's a lot of trash fathers in the house. They don't know nothing about their kids. It's like a lot of people put up with a lot of trash because they figure, oh well, he's a you know, well he, he's taking care of his kids. It's like no, but there's a such thing as being a bad parent. And you as a mother, if you're allowing that, to, I, I don't I don't know what the full story on that. But as a mother, I just no way in the world I'm allowing my my husband or whatever father, my child's father to fucking disrespect and, and embarrass and just and just it's no way I'm allowing that to go on. And I don't understand why why she is. And it's just embarrass your daughter like that and just and just send that kind of message to your daughter that she doesn't have a right to, you know, have sex when she wants to have sex with who she wants to at the time that she's determined, you know, safely, because 
know, and, and that's another thing. You know, she, you know, those are the kind of girls who get pregnant because you're not teaching them anything about sex. That the kind of girl whose father is going to make sure she's still a virgin is not knowing of, is not using safe sex and all of that because why would she? Um, and I don't know. I just feel bad for her because you know, again, my dad wasn't perfect, and, we, and it was you know we not Ted's, and I know how I, I felt at certain times, and and I but my dad wasn't no nowhere crazy like that. So you know, I just feel bad for her because like when you see stuff like that going on, you know that child, no no adult in that child's life is on her side. You know, no adult, no adult in that child's life has stood up for her. Because that's the only way that something like that Because ain't no way in the world my mother would allow that to go on. My aunties and my grandmas, they'd be like, nigga, if you don't step the back, listen, I don't care about nothing you're saying over there. You're not doing that to this child. This child is not, you You ain't, no. That's not what we're doing over here. This, this, She's a teenager. We, we go, when the time comes, we're going to talk to her about what we're going to talk to her about. But we're not doing all that foolishness. Okay? That's her body and, and her privates. And if she want to let us know about it, she can tell us. She's probably not going to tell you because you her daddy and you acting a fool. And I just feel bad and now the whole world knows about it. And it's just like, that's very, like, all of that, you know, that, those virginity play. That shit is fucking weirdo and fucking um, incestuous. And y'all need therapy. And I, I don't, I don't, I don't trust that shit. Like, I feel like a lot of that shit has got some molestation going on because, like, what kind of grown man is that fucking focused on his what his who his daughter? It don't make no sense to me. Like, sir, your job is to make sure that your daughter knows what how, how knows how she should be treated, knows what she should expect, knows what is unacceptable, so that these knucklehead trash ass niggas don't be you know doing the fucking shit we see every day. That is your job to pay your daughter to to be able to stand up for herself and know what she wants and assert herself and, and know how she should be treated, okay? And all this goddamn for, uh, virginity packs and for that shit is, that's some clown shit to me. And, and if any father ever came up with his, I'd call CPS. I'd be like, yeah, I'm sorry, I don't know what's going on, but um, this looked like a rapey, incestual situation here because I don't know why this grown-ass man is in here worried about his 16-year-old daughter's virgin or not. If she wasn't, she wouldn't tell him because he's acting a fool. So, yeah, um, I just, that was hard, that's terrible, and I really, like, I said what I had to say, but I really felt bad about it, because I'm like, god damn, like, I know that girl, that's, that's a lot, that's a lot, I know that girl probably going through it, and I'm, but again, those are, those are kids that when they turn 18, they leave, and they don't fuck with you no more, and them motherfuckers be self-confused, why you don't come around, I don't understand, because, because, You've been a fucking pain in the ass their whole life. You fucking harassing it and stressing them out their whole life, and all they want to do is get the fuck away from you and never come back. That's why. Because you want to be, you know, Lord of the Ring and shit. Alright. So, moving on to this last topic, I thought I was ready for this Robin Crawford book about Whitney Houston, y'all, but I'm not. I'm not ready! The clip, they didn't, they didn't release clips about she didn't, She confirmed they had a relationship, a sexual relationship, but she says just um, that it ended, the sexual part of it, or physical part of it, ended uh, a while ago, like right before, before when he got signed. So from, from that point on, it wasn't physical, but, you know, it was still like, there was a love or whatever. And it's just like... <laughs> I tell y'all, man, Whitney was the one that shit really, Whitney and Michael Jackson really took me down, because I just thought Whitney was gonna be right, and it's like, she been going for, what, seven years now, and, um, but it's like, I know this shit gonna break, because I know Robin is the one that has the real story, right, I know Robin is the one that knows Whitney's better, all these other, like I said before, these Bobby Brown biopics, everybody, you know, Everybody want to drag Whitney's name and slander Whitney's name and drag her through the mud and she's not here anymore to defend herself. But I know that um, Robin will. I know Robin is going to come. And that's basically what she said. She was like, I'm tired of everybody, you know, everybody that told their story and that's, you know, best for them. But I'm going to just, just tell you the Whitney I knew that I loved that. Because, you know, they've they known each other since before Whitney was, was famous, since they were in high school. And she was like, I'm going to tell the person, the woman that I know. And I just know it's going to kill me because I know it's going to be true. I know it's going to be the real Whitney. And I know it's going to tell the real story of, of, 
of what led to her demise. And just the part about them actually, her actually confirmed that they were a couple at one point. It's too much. I'm like, I can't do it. I can't. I thought I was ready to hear it, but I can't. It's going to be too much. Like, oh, God. Um, but supposedly she's going to be on Dateline. And I'm going to get the book. But, like, I don't, I'm just, it's, I still can't believe Whitney's gone. Whitney is one of those celebrities that like, you still cannot believe that Whitney Elizabeth Houston is gone from the world. Like, what the fuck? And Bobby Brown cooked y'all ass still walking around on his fourth, you know, set of kids or whatever. And Bobby Christina going to rest in peace. But, like, I mean, I I don't know. I, I, I will say this. I, I hope, I, I, I'm sure that this will be redemptive, that we will get, you know, Niggas want to put her bathroom on it. You know, people just want to love disrespecting Whitney Houston. I don't know what it is. They just love, you know, I guess when her star was too bright. And, you know, when, when niggas when, when niggas find that one thing that they can, you know, throw mud on you, they just going to keep throwing it. So I hope that this can redeem her legacy and have somebody who really knew her and really loved her and really cared for her can come out and really tell her story and finally tell the truth. Because Robin don't seem like she would, um, you know, gloss over the family. I mean, we all know we had our demons. We all know she had a drug problem. We all know that. I mean, eventually that led to her death. Um, we not heard a sissy trash ass story, you know, and, um, I just, I, I don't think, I don't think Robin will ship for anything. I think Robin will tell the truth, but I think Robin will tell the truth. And, you know, all these other niggas is telling the story that's best for them. And all these other niggas is telling the story that make them, you know, and make them look good and make Whitney look like this terrible person, even though that doesn't coincide with anything that anybody has ever said. Whitney Houston is one of them one is one of them celebrities where nobody, everybody who's met her or come across her says, you know, she was one of the best. Um, so, you know, just a good person. And I mean, you know, just gave, 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 and and, and um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to Robin telling that. Looking at Robin Tully, let me tell you who she really was. Let me tell you, you know, what really happened. I hope she drags the fuck out of Bobby Brown's lying ass because I would love to hear that story because, you know, Bobby Brown got the world thinking that Whitney Houston got him on crack, and I know that that was a rumor, but we all knew. Um, I'm sorry. Got, yeah. The rumor was that Whitney, that Bobby got Whitney on drugs. We figured out that that one that Whitney was already on drugs, fine, but then... You know, Bobby tried to act like, Bobby just tried to paint it like he was just drinking beer after the day at the plant, and he didn't do no drugs before he met me. And we know that's not bullshit, because Bobby's drug problems went all the way back to New Edition, when he got kicked out of New Edition, supposedly, for his drug problems. So, I just, I just want the truth told, but I know that shit, man, I was just finally, it took a long time before I could even listen to Whitney's music, because I just was, I just was so hurt that she was gone, like, oh my god. Um, and so now I finally got to where I can listen to it again, and I feel like this, <laughs> this is going to bring it back. It's too much. It's too much. But, um, suppose she was on Wendy today. I'm trying to find it. I don't watch Wendy, but, uh, maybe I'll Google and try to find a clip, but she definitely confirmed that they had a romantic relationship, but I was actually surprised that she said, um, that she said, um, you know, that it, it, the physical part stopped Wait, I mean, not surprised, but I'm kind of surprised. Well, I mean, I, I, because she, they were together, I mean, I guess Rob, I mean, Robin got a wife now, so maybe she always had girlfriends. I don't really know, but it don't seem like she had time to maintain an outside relationship while she was working for Whitney. And she said that um, Whitney came to her like and, and gave her a Bible or something. It was like, yo, we can't do this part anymore because people would twist it and make it something different and use it against us. And Robin said she at the time believed that because it was like 1980. 1980 was a different time. Like, it ain't like now, you know, where people be out and be free, like, Whitney was, Whitney came along now, I think she'd be fine, right, but back in 1980, I mean, you know, it wasn't sweet like that, so Robin was like, yo, I agree, but, like, that's a long time to not be involved, uh, physically with somebody that she was in a relationship with, so I don't know, I, I would like to hear that part of it, like, well, what did you do, because I know eventually she did get married, but, um, and she, and, like, they adopted a kid or whatever, but I'm just curious, I, I just would like to hear about that side of Whitney for somebody who, who doesn't have an ulterior motive, and I don't think she does, you're like, why is she coming out now, and I, I mean, I think she's coming out now, because first of all, Whitney's been dead long enough, you know, and, 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 um, you know, she made a promise to her that she would never, she would never speak on it, but like, I guess she's like, but wait a minute, everybody else putting this shit out and, and making her, you know, 
drawing her in these fucked up ass lights and that and that ain't it. So that was my friend, that was my love. So I'ma come out and I'ma tell the truth, because y'all motherfuckers ain't gonna have it with me out here looking sideways like y'all are. Especially that Bobby Brown story. That shit was fucking that shit was fucking obscene. That shit made me mad. That motherfucker's a lying ass bitch. Like nigga. Talking about oh Whitney you Whitney took your publishing. Whitney Houston did your whack ass. Look, I ain't trying to sell Bobby Brown show. Bobby Brown had that, you know, King RP. He had a hot ride, but he ain't got no Whitney. He wasn't no Whitney Houston level sales. Like, bitch, what the fuck she need your fucking publishing for? That fuck out of here. That bullshit. Your dumb ass don't read contracts and probably was signed or whatever. Or she fucking was paying all your motherfucking bills and, and your child support and everything else and was like, all right, well, let me sign this publishing over before you burn through that too. Because you'll be burning through money. So she probably was like, let me give me your publishing because at least that'll be protected and you won't blow through that. I bet you that was what the situation was. When you used to know Nemo got there, Bobby Brown published. Get the fuck out of here. One of her songs, what fucking I Will Always Love You song, sell, sell way more than probably your whole catalog, nigga. Fuck out of here with that shit. He's a fucking liar. And I, I, that's, I, I'm listening just to hear that part. Um, and, you know, Whitney already told the story they got in a physical fight, so I like to hear that story. Because from, from what everybody said, Robin whooped his ass. <laughs> so, I, I would love to hear that story. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. I'm going to read it. I'm going to get it. I hope, I don't even, I'm going to Google where to get it. I don't, somebody said he can pre-order it. I don't know from where. But, uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready. But, you know, I'm going to have to be. I just, Whitney was my favorite. I still can't believe she's going. Rest in peace. The voice said never be another. Um, Alright, I got, I did actually get through all the topics. I thought I was going to skip some, but I didn't. So, um, this episode 222, Kel's Podcast, thanks for asking. I'm at KMTZ on Twitter. Reach out to me, at me. Any questions, anything, topics, whatever you want me to cover, let me know. Um, the podcast email, thanks for asking podcast at gmail.com, but I do not check it often. It's easier to hit me on Twitter or Instagram, Genghis Kel, same, same as my Twitter handle, um, G-E-N-G-I-S-G-E-N-G-H-I-S-K-E-Kels, whatever, L-L-Z. Um, follow me on Instagram, get me up there. Um, listen, I appreciate y'all. Thanks for listening. Thanks for asking. Um, you can find me every place you find me. Uh, podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, uh, uh, Stitcher, Podbean, and SoundCloud. And, um, alright, peace. See y'all next week.